Android Lindsay. You host the Batch Report in the USA. You also recap. Bachelor Australia, Bachelorette Australia, Bachelor in Paradise too. Happy holidays to you. It's a great track. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to The Bachelor Report with Andrew and Lindsay, where we will be recapping Joey's season of The Bachelor. We have episodes one through five to knock out this episode. So we're just going to go through it very quickly and then just talk about some of the most dramatic moments. So week one was obviously the limo arrivals where we got to meet all of the women that we talked about in the previous two episodes. And for me, there were some people that I like completely kind of just glossed over when we read their bios. And then when I actually saw them on the show, I was like, wow, this is actually a really good match for him. Like Maria, I know we were joking, like, oh, they mentioned multiple times she likes horror films. Like, how, like, quote unquote, interesting, right? Yeah. And then now she's like one of those people where you're like, she's like a real contender to win this. Um, And then it was interesting seeing the sisters. It was because they had different personalities, but you also saw a jealousy side to them. Oh, for sure. Where... They're like, oh, we're such good friends. Oh my gosh, we're sisters. And then they said like really mean things to each other. And I feel like some of the things they were saying like almost crossed a line of like not being cute and fun. Well, they're sisters. I know. But like if my sister like said similar things to me, I'd probably be like, okay, you're like hitting a little too hard. But maybe that's just their dynamic. Um, The younger sister, Allison, obviously makes it further than Lauren which we'll get to shortly. Um, were there any of the girls that stood out to you, particularly in their limo entrances? Uh, I can't say there were any that stood above any of the other ones. What about you? I feel like they just always do the same kind of tropes. Yeah. Where it's like, oh, they come in in this like little car, or they come in and they make a tennis joke, or they come in in a costume. Like, it's just all the same kind of thing. One of the girls brought like the giant bra and was like, I'll be your support or biggest support or whatever. And it's like, okay, like, why are we still doing this? Yeah. Like in this way. I don't know. I actually like how I think it was Australia, right? Where they each got like a little mini date when they showed up where they had like five, 10 minutes to like sit and have like a small time with the bachelor before like going inside. And I think that's kind of nice versus these girls that get like 60 seconds. Yeah. It feels very rigid at this point in time. I think when they first started doing it, it fit the times because it was like, Oh, it's reality TV, you know? And now it's like, we kind of want something a little more fluid and that like feels better. Yeah. We, like had picked the people we thought were going to get the first impression rose. Right. And I feel like this was kind of cheap because Leia had gotten like this card when she had met him weeks prior on the finale of the golden batch or whatever. Yeah. I remember. And she'd gotten a card and she spent this whole time being like, 
I want to open it. I don't know what's inside. I want to open it. And everyone's like, I want to know what's inside. And she opens it up. And it basically says that she can steal a one-on-one date from another woman anytime during the season. Yeah. And then she's like, oh, but I don't want to like meddle with like Joey's wishes. Like if he wants to go on a date with someone, I don't want to like step in and like play God in that situation. She gave it, a, she gave it up. Yeah. So she burned it. She burned it, but she got the date because of that. No, she didn't get a date, Oh, but she got the first impression rose. That's what I mean. Yeah. So it's kind of like. That she got the trade. Yeah. Yeah. She basically date, traded right? the date for the rose. Yeah. And you're like, okay, like, cool. I guess. Like, I understand where she was coming from of like, oh, I don't want to use it, but she didn't have to make a big spectacle out of the whole thing. Which makes me think that she had that, she wanted to get something for it. Yeah. Like, it's She's like, oh, it's going like, to. It's going to look really good on me to Joey if I tell him that I don't want it. Like, Yeah. It's like the problem with it is that it's too obvious after, yeah. f- after the fact, right? It's like if it was, if she did it in private, but we saw like, and then, you know, I don't know. It's just hard to say. There's no magic behind it. It's like very like clear what happened. Yeah. And then on this episode... One of the girls that stood out to me in like a really negative way was Jess. And I just found her very like annoying, but also abrasive. And she was the first one to kiss Joey and then immediately came into the house and was like bragging about it just nonstop. And it was like, okay, like keep it like quiet. Like you don't need to be like, oh my God, he's the best kisser ever. Right. Like, why are we doing that? It's like, like very, uh, it's, yeah, it's not really cool. And then there was Maria who's like, I'm not going to kiss him today. I'm not going to kiss the bachelor on the first date. That's so trashy. And then she goes and talks to him and then kisses him. Yeah. And she's like, darn it. <laughs> he caught me. But I do feel like they have really good natural chemistry with each other. It's like a part of me wants to justify the behavior of the bachelor. Cause this isn't the first one. Like this happens every bachelor oh yeah and so or even the bachelorette does the same thing and i want to like blame it on like oh well covid and like all this stuff you know it's like Mm -hmm. isolated people so people are like fiending for attention but it was happening before right yeah like it's not like that was the triggering moment it's always been this like people are just typically very like promiscuous is not the right word but you get what i'm saying And I feel like on this show, a lot of people do it for the airtime too. Yeah. Like, it's not even that they're that into him. It's like, oh, well, if I kiss him, that'll help me get further and that'll give me more airtime. The way I feel about it is a kiss doesn't have to be a big deal, but sometimes it is a big deal. Yeah. Right? Like a kiss could just be like at a party or you kiss or like you feel attraction, you kiss and then it's nothing, but it could also mean something much different right Mm -hmm. so i think that you see a lot of that non-deep kissing going on yeah aside from like i feel like sometimes on the one-on-one dates after there's been like some build-up you're like oh that's like a really like nice intimate moment moment so this first episode we said goodbye to chandler kayla kira laney nat sam samantha sandra talia and zoe and honestly, it's a lot. I it was a lot. But there's also more women. 
Isn't there like 30? Yeah, they said there were 32, which yeah. is the most of any season. So they basically cut it from 32 down to 22 just in that Now it's first. like a normal season. Yeah. <laughs> um, which some of those girls could have been really cool, but I can't tell you anything about any of them because obviously they got pretty much no airtime. You know who else can't tell you anything about any of them? Joey. Joey. Yeah. Like he legit did not have time to give any of those girls the amount of time that they deserve. I mean, a lot of them didn't even get to chat with him inside, which is why they went home. That's what I mean. So in week two, they moved into the mansion and he does like his first group date where they basically have this fake wedding reception. And it's like distasteful at this point in time. Yeah. One of the girls like jumps over the table to try to get like sit next to him and this whole thing, and she's del- she doesn't even get to sit next to him. And then, I don't know, it's just it really felt, Honestly, it kind of felt like Alice in Wonderland, the Mad Hatter, you know, yeah. when they're all sitting around the thing. And, like, that's what it felt like to me. Like, the way the tables were set up, and they had them all sitting there in their dresses. I'm like, this is cuckoo, <laughs> you know? Yeah. I yeah. feel like the show kind of needs to adapt with the times a little bit. I agree. I feel like we see the same kind of date just over and over and over and not in a good way. So then Daisy gets the first one-on-one date and she tells him that she's deaf and has a cochlear implant, which he didn't know. And it was kind of like, I'm. it just showed that he's not very observant. Right. Because I'm not saying that in like, oh, her voice sounds like a deaf person's voice or anything because it doesn't like stereotypically sound weird or anything. But like she legit has like an implant in the side of her head. Yeah. That you did not notice. Like she has like an earpiece thing like in her ear that you did not notice. Like that seems weird to me. Yeah, it's a little strange. And then she was like worried because they went on a helicopter and she's like, I don't know if I'm going to be able to like hear him in the helicopter. Because, like, her implant picks up so many other noises. And I guess it turned out fine. And I really like her. And she actually is the first person since Peter's season to hit a quarter million followers on Instagram as a contestant. Like, this early in the season. So, whereas the last few seasons, people are like, oh, we don't want to, like, give all of these girls all the social media attention they were getting before. Because we don't want just influencers on the show. She's actually one of the people that people are following on the internet. Yeah. Um, they do a, another group date, which is a paintball battle. And, but it's like a paintball battle where they're not using paintball guns. Because it must have been an insurance thing or something. Well, yeah, you don't want people to get bruises. Um. <laughs> yeah, so... We basically go into the rose ceremony with uh, Jess, Daisy, and Edwina already having roses. And then we end up saying goodbye to Lauren before the date or the rose ceremony even happens. Mm -hmm. Because she like pulls him aside and she's like, do you like my sister more than me? Why aren't we connecting? Blah, blah, blah. And then she just goes home. Mm -hmm. And then she's like, see you at hometowns. Yeah. Like, okay. I think she made the right choice. They obviously weren't connecting. 
So, I mean, she's probably going home regardless. Yeah. So we also say goodbye to Erica, Marlena, and Taylor. Three more people I could not tell you anything about. Because editing is <laughs> that way. Okay. So we're going to talk about episode three, and then we're going to take a quick little break. Um, episode three, the women of the Golden Bachelor, April, Susan, Kathy, and Nancy, return for the group date, and they want to give advice, and they do like a Joey's Mrs. Wright competition, which is another date we've seen many, many times where it's like a little, um, like, oh, we're going to ask you ridiculous questions and then you're going to answer them. And then like, I don't know. I find it ridiculous. And then the person who won was basically the person who said, Oh, I'm the best kisser. That's my talent. Yeah. And then it pissed all the other girls off. And then like he then goes on another one-on-one date with Jen. And I mean, it goes really well. I like Jen as well, but I feel like while I like Jen, I think she'd be better as like a bachelorette than with Joey. Yeah. I think Joey's kind of like a big goofball a little bit. Yeah. So like, it's just weird for me. Like he's overloaded with all these women feeding for his attention and it's just like he's kind of this goofy guy right Mm -hmm. um they also do a tennis date on this episode because you know joey's a tennis player and while they made it seem like he was this huge professional tennis player you then find out he basically just teaches tennis at a country club yeah and that's what they mean by tennis professional it's weird um which is like it's great he likes tennis but i feel like they don't need to just make his entire personality like tennis guy. It's like I legit thought he was like an Olympic tennis player. Yeah. That's how they make it sound. And I guess he sort of like played like professionally, like in competition stuff very briefly. Yeah. Like years ago, <laughs> huh. like five years ago plus. But um, I actually wonder if like COVID also had to like do with the end of his professional tennis career. Because he probably stopped doing professional tennis around the time COVID hit and probably had to like pivot. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I feel like the people that are serious about it found ways to do it. Yeah. Like you don't just give up on your dream because of something like that. So week three, they do a pool party instead of a cocktail party. And this is when there starts to be some waves Amongst the women, Sydney is really upset because Maria told Medina that she didn't look that old. And, you know, that was really offensive. Yeah. And Sydney had to go to Joey and say, oh, there's a girl in this house who said really mean things to people. And she's just a big bully. And then they're like, oh, well, who was it? And they're like, well, I can't tell you, but it's Maria. Basically, (laughs) and then he's like, really, Maria, like, that's really upsetting to hear because like, I really liked Maria. And then Maria's like, I've never been a bully and I've never attacked her. 
Yeah. Like she kept saying, oh, Maria attacked me. Like Maria's probably my top choice at this point for who I think he would best be fit for. And Sydney just like cannot handle it. Um, And this is just like the beginning of Sydney's like destructing over. To me, it feels like she's trying to stay relevant. Oh, yeah. But she's slowly like sabotaging herself because and all she's she coming can across talk like about, really bitchy yeah and all she can talk about is how maria is so bad yeah it's it's petty okay so we go into this rose ceremony kelsey a jen and caitlin already have roses and then we say goodbye to Krissa, evelyn and star so That's where we leave off here. We are going to take a quick break to talk about this week's sponsor, and we'll be back to talk about episodes four and five. January has come and gone, but it's not too late to start your New Year's resolution. And no, I'm not talking about getting tangled in an elliptical or eating the world's most depressing salads. Here's one thing that will stick, smelling better naked. Thanks to our sponsor, Lumi. You can smell good with or without clothes all year long. Lumi is a game-changing whole body deodorant designed by an OBGYN to work not only on pits, but also feet, privates, and everywhere else we get odor. No matter where you use it, Lumi is clinically proven to block odor all day long, all thanks to its one-of-a-kind pH-optimized formula. And they've got over 275,000 five-stars reviews to show for it. Make the switch to Lumi, and this year will be all about head-to-toe confidence. No salads required. I absolutely love their Invisible Cream Whole Body Deodorant in Lavender Sage. I think it smells absolutely delicious. It's aluminum-free and a 72-hour odor control. And I like that their deodorant is almost like a pre-odorant because it's formulated so it stops odor before it even starts instead of just trying to cover up odor, which is fantastic. It is clinically proven to control odor better than a shower with soap alone. And 12 12 hours after a shower, the average person has an odor level of 6 out of 10. And with Lumi, the average odor level is a 0 out of 10. Lumi starter pack is perfect for new customers. It comes with a solid stick deodorant, cream tube deodorant, two free products to choose from like mini body wash and deodorant wipes, and free shipping. As a special offer for listeners, new customers get $5 off a Lumi starter pack with code BATCHREPORT at lumideodorant.com. That equates to over 40% off your starter pack when you visit lumideodorant.com and use code BATCHREPORT. That is L-U-M-E-D-E-O-D-O-R-A-N-T.com, promo code BATCHREPORT. We are on to week four. So they get to leave the mansion in sunny Los Angeles and head out of the country and they're off to Malta. So at this point, there's 15 women left and we see a one-on-one date. We see a two-on-one date and we got a group date. So first up, Lexi gets to go on the one-on-one date and she opens up about her endometriosis and how she's had to have like surgery. And she was told that she likely can't have children or it'll be very difficult. So something that I know because she's talked about it on her social media 
is that right before, like, I think it was less than a week before going on the bachelor. She actually, um, had like surgery to freeze her eggs. So the entire time she was on the show, she kept looking at herself and being like, man, I look really bloated or I look really gross because she had like literally just had surgery and been jacked up on hormones. (laughs) Yeah. So that's something that she kind of opens up to him about like how much she wants to be a mother. But the fact that she doesn't know if she's going to be able to easily because of the endometriosis and all of that. And he takes it very well. And it's like, wow, I'm so glad she's opening up. He always says that, right? Like, I feel so connected that they're opening up to me. But like... He's a goofball. Every single person, like... like his go-to thing. And then, yeah. Um, but I like Lexi. But also, I don't know if I like Lexi with Joey. Yeah, I don't think so. Where I'm like, I like her and I'd like to see her as the Bachelorette or on Bachelor in Paradise or something. But I don't... Like, I don't want to say she deserves better than Joey because it's not like a better thing. I feel like she deserves someone that she has a better connection with Yeah, than Joey. Someone better for her. Yeah. So then we see a group date and they go to like a medieval fair to like fight for his love. Right? <laughs> like, yeah, that's the whole thing. And Kelsey T ends up getting the group date rose. This was at least fun for a date. I like like dates like this. I feel like we've kind of seen very similar things, but like they're in Malta and it fits like where they're at and what they're doing. One thing I want to say about dates. So you remember how I was saying, well, it needs to like adapt at the times. Mm -hmm. One thing that's like really good would be good would be if they actually ate food. Well, if they actually ate food and they cared about that, but I was going to say if they did a nerdy date, like Mm -hmm. not like nerdy, like put on glasses, like, oh, we're pretending, but like, what does Joey do? Everyone's got like a nerdy thing they do, right? Like, could it be a D and D? Could it be like this date kind of, I don't know. Yeah, I know. So Ben Higgins, who we interviewed on our other podcast a few years back, he after being the bachelor had a reality show with his fiance from the bachelor. And he was like, Oh, there's like something I love to do that. I haven't told you yet. And he like brought her to like a medieval festival. That would have been a date. would have been great. Like a Renaissance fair. And it's like, they didn't even do that on his season. I know. But then he was like, this is something I love to do several times a year. And she's like, this is so weird. And he's like, you got to get the Turkey leg and you got to do the whole thing. And it's like, yeah, why didn't they do that as a date on his season? If that's something he loves doing, I don't know. why wasn't that? Make it a group date. So yeah. that like the ones that are like down with it are like, cool. And the know? other ones are like, what the heck are you doing? Right. Because those things are going to be make it, break it types of things. I think, I don't know. Yeah. Because I feel like everyone has something that they're just like super into. Yeah. That may be like a little bit weird or not even super into, but things that like, they just enjoy going and doing. Yeah. Um, it's like if you really like hiking and then like you get with someone who doesn't like hiking, but you never went and hiked together. Yeah. Then that's a really make it or break it thing, you know? Yeah. If you're like, I'm someone who likes to go skydiving several times a year. That's something that I really enjoy doing. Yeah. And you get with someone who's like, I hate heights. There's no way I'm ever doing that with you. Yeah, I feel like the dates they put him on are the opposite. They're like, 
He's like, I've never been skydiving. She's like, I've never been skydiving. And then they go do it, which is cool. I like those well, kind of days. I do have to say, I am impressed by the fact that we're now on week five and they haven't done any big adrenaline pumping dates yet. Because I always like feel disappointed when they're like forcing relationships by putting them on like those adrenaline yeah. dates. They're like jump off bridges. Yeah. Which I'm sure we're going to get to. I don't actually don't things, mind but. adrenaline dates if it's like a group date. Like if they're yeah. like, oh, we're going to go river rafting group date. Yeah. You know, that'd but if be you're cool. like forcing a connection between two people because of yeah. the adrenaline, that's kind of like, that's mm. shady. Yeah. So we finish week four with a two on one date with Sydney and Maria because Sydney still cannot stop talking about Maria. The only thing she talks about is how much she hates Maria. She descends. And they go on this two-on-one date, and she then also spends the entire date talking about how Maria is so mean. Maria is a bully. Maria attacks her. And obviously Joey is like, okay, this is just annoying at this point. And he chooses to send Cindy home and gave Maria a date rose. Which I'm like, I'm glad that he sees that that was just like petty behavior. And I do feel like Maria is outspoken and she speaks her mind, but she usually does it in a very respectful way to the other women. I don't find Maria offensive at all. And I've some of the women that are outspoken in the past, I'm like, that's kind of offensive. But I find Maria to be kind of like considerate. Like she doesn't just let things fly out of her mouth that are harmful, you know? Like, she controls them a little bit. Well, there was a point when in this next episode, episode five. So we'll talk about who left real fast. Um, after Sydney goes home, Allison, the other sister, and Edwina end up going home. And then in episode five, they go to Spain. And Maria is sitting at the table. And she's like, you know what? I'm going to have, like, a really positive attitude this week. Like, Sydney's gone. Like, that's something off my shoulders. Like, let's have a good week. And then when he comes and gives the date card and it's given to Kelsey and they're like, oh man, I would have loved to have that Vespa date in Spain. Maria says, oh, Leah, like, would you have chosen to use your date card to steal that date? Had you decided to keep the card? And then she was like, no, I wouldn't use it. And then she asked the other girls, like, oh, would anyone else have, like, used it to take that date? Because I know for me, like, that's the date I would have wanted. Yeah. Was, like, the Vespa date in Spain. Right. And then all the other girls are like, no, no, of course I wouldn't. And Maria's like, well, they're lying, but okay. And then Leah's like, oh, my gosh, she's so rude. Like, oh why would she, like, like, try to steal someone's date? And it's like not what's going on. And then Leah was all upset and was like, Sydney went home and Sydney shouldn't have gone home. It should have been Maria. Yeah. And it's like, so you were like this girl's girl that was like, I'm not going to steal anyone's date. I'm going to burn the card. And now you're bad mouthing Maria because Sydney went home. Yeah. And then you're talking about what if situation just like, like starts like imploding too and being like, Maria's taking my time. I can't stand it. Why is like Sydney gone. And what I've noticed 
is the girls that are all like imploding over Maria. Maria's 30, right? Yeah. And Medina, who she said whatever about, is 32. They like water under the bridge. They've been like pals. Yeah. Since whatever that was. And all the girls staying out of the drama, typically between the ages like 28, 32. The girls causing the drama are all 23, 24. It's all of the young girls that are all buddies with each other because they're the young ones in the house. And I think they feel insecure because they look at Maria and see a threat. Well, I think it could just be a maturity thing. I don't know if it has anything to do with them being young. Well, that's what I'm not saying it's because they're young because you can have young people that are mature. Yeah. But I feel like the way they're acting is very like clicky. Right. And they all obviously became friends because they found similarities in each other, whether that be because of age or because of where they're at in life or whatever. But I don't know. I was like, what a week. More Maria hate. It also could just be editing as well. Like that could also be them talking you know, before they, you know, I don't know. It's hard to say. Like they are fabricating like a tale, right? Mm-hmm. And so you don't know what is real. Like you, they could be like saying one thing, they're expressing how they feel. Mm-hmm. And then they're like not expecting that to get out. And I think that's okay to voice that. So if it's in private or whatever, you yeah. know? So I don't think like you should just condemn everybody because they feel a certain way, right? Yeah. They did do another painting date on this episode. Which is so obnoxious. It's like, everyone paint a photo that represents your relationship with Joey. And then, of course, Leah's like, I'm a great artist. He's oh, I thought you were talking about naked painting. Well, that was after. That this, comes this after, yeah. With who wins this or whatever. Yeah. So they all have to do a thing. And painting's fine. Leah's like, I'm the best painter. She drew like hibiscus flowers and she's from Hawaii. So it's like, she probably has like painted those same flowers a million times. And then Maria had painted like, oh, there's a rain cloud over our heads in this boat when Sydney's there. And then she left and now we're happy and we can concentrate on ourselves, which I thought was like kind of weird, a little bit weird. But, um, Jess ends up winning the group date and she had just put like, engagement rings or wedding rings and was like oh like this is what i want out of the end of this is to be with you and to be married and he appreciated that i guess Jess is nice i mean i really didn't like her the first episode when she was like i kissed joey i kissed joey yeah. and now i was finally being like oh jess isn't so bad and then she started imploding about maria after getting this date yeah or like winning the that part of the date she then at the cocktail party is like imploding and being like, Maria has time and I need more time. And I'm like, you got more time than most of the people here this week. I don't know why you're freaking out. Yeah. Like, and she's like, she doesn't deserve to be here. And this episode was kind of a bummer because we lost two of the people we thought would get first impression roses. Something else that I wanted to mention about okay. that the paint date where they like roll around and paint. I just think that it's like trashy a little bit. I do too. And the reason it doesn't have to be trashy because they could get like a, they could actually spend a little bit of the dough that they're making from the show and get like 
an actual artist to come and direct them and be like, okay, you're going to hold this paint bucket and you're going to like swing it around over her body. Right. Mm -hmm. And so it's going to make a spiral and then you're going to lay a hand here. Like it could be very like intentional and artsy and could be really good. Let's paint each other's bodies and roll around. It's just trashy. And it's not even art in my perspective. Like the art is garbage. It's like finger painting. Yeah. Worse almost. Finger painting. It would be better if they finger painted. (laughs) If they just finger painted and like held each other's hands, that would be like, if an artist came and was like, all I want you to do is touch each other's hands with paint. I did forget to mention that Rachel also got a one-on-one date and I do really like Rachel but I, everyone's like, oh my gosh, I hope he picks her in the end. Or, oh, I hope she's the bachelorette. She's another great contender for bachelorette. I don't think that she and Joey are like compatible. Yeah. I just like, don't see it. She's so, a commodity there. Like she's a commodity, not, no, she's like a good, you know, contender, I guess. Well, I mean, she's a good like, I'd love to see her on Bachelor in Paradise yeah. or The Bachelorette or whatever, but I just don't feel like she and Joey would connect. We just longer. feel like Joey belongs with Maria at this point. I do. I still like him with Daisy, the girl with the cochlear implant. Um, no, she, that's not happening, though. I see her making, like, top four. Yeah. I don't think that that's who is going to end up together. I think... I feel like Maria is getting the villain turned winner at it. Yeah. But like, but like a villain that you love, not a villain you hate. Right. Um, so I'm curious to see how that plays out. But this episode, we said goodbye to two people we thought would get first impression roses, which were autumn and Medina, which I liked both of them. So that was kind of sad, but also there was really no connection with Joey. So I mean, they weren't really making too many moves. Autumn and Medina for paradise. We'll just see all these people in paradise, essentially. Um, So that's where we leave off. And we will be back for episode six, seven, eight. You know, we have 10 left. We're getting closer and closer to hometowns. So until then.